Cheers. Damn you, old man. Wade. Yeah. Yo, can I tell you that I am officially done arguing and debating with people if it doesn't do anything for me at all? I mean, I saw that. I mean, it, I get it. I mean, I don't know. It, it depends. Like, why are you debating with people? Like, why are you, like, what is your purpose? Like, when you say, yeah, I got a lot of questions about that. Like, and when you say, unless you get something out of it, like, what do you mean? Like, do you learn something or? Like, what are you trying to get out of it? If I can't monetize this for money or for the podcast, I don't care. So debating people online, is that what you mean? Oh, I mean online. I mean, a lot of times it's going to be in person. A lot of times it's going to be via text. I don't care. So <laughs> I, how do you, because I learn a lot when I debate people, like, I learn a lot from that. You know what I mean? Like, I learn, I learn new perspectives. Um it's, I think that's the biggest thing, like just, just, just getting new perspectives, even if I don't necessarily agree. Um, and I feel like I get it, especially in today's climate and the way people, you know, the way social media has kind of destroyed the concept of, of conversation um, in some ways. Uh, I get it. But at the same time, I'm like, man, that kind of sucks because you kind of cut off a whole new perspective whole set of perspectives that you could probably learn from debating. I think people tend to get upset when they debate. Um, they might not feel like they're being listened to or whatever it may be. But again, that, that all goes to why are you even having these conversations? Are you trying to convince somebody? Are you trying to prove that you're smart? Are you trying to prove that you're not dumb? Are you trying to just do it to troll? Or are you genuinely interested in having a back and forth dialogue with somebody? Well, that's the thing. I am at a point where a lot of the times when I say I'm never doing again, I don't mean literally, but I am at a point now where I don't care enough about certain perspectives on things. So I'm just like, yeah, I'm done. I'm cool. Yeah. Like if, if like if I'm talking about a movie or something cool, like I'll definitely have that debate on something. If someone's going to say to me, well, R. Kelly didn't necessarily rape them i'm gonna be like yeah i'm cool <laughs> you know what i mean oh you mean you're not having discussions with people that aren't in good faith people I'm that not... are just trying to tro trying to say things provocative just to get a rise out of you. i'm not having conversations with people who aren't worth my time anymore okay i get that how do you determine that if i I, I'm starting to do the Sherlock Holmes thing where someone's like, where he's like, the principal Perry left, and then I will dodge, and then I will go do this, and I will go do that. I'm at a point right now where if I'm starting a conversation with somebody and I know it's going to lead somewhere where I don't want it to lead, I don't care anymore. I'm like, I just don't really necessarily need to have this conversation when it comes to certain things. But it's also, I don't want to waste my time or someone else's time. For example, me and uh, Just Greg, we were having a conversation, I forget what about, over the weekend and it wasn't anything serious like it wasn't anything that was gonna like ruin our friendship or any shit like that but i just I, I think i knew that like yeah we weren't going to agree on this particular conversation so i was like yeah we can just agree to disagree 
Like, you know what I mean? So like when, when shit like that, um, I'm actually looking for now. Uh, oh yeah. We were talking about academics on everyday struggle, which we'll get to later. Yeah. And he was saying how he goes, he's a different person. He's a definitely a different person from his personality on everyday struggle. He was more tame and reserved on that show on his platform. He's a loose cannon and sometimes says what people are scared to say out loud. I go, and he, and I said, um, I just say this scared. You know, he goes, uh, I, I, I can't speak today. He go, then I go, I'll say this scared to say it doesn't make it okay, but we can agree to disagree because I'm certain you don't. He goes, some things need to be said, especially if it's true. There's things that he says that are either didn't agree with or didn't know enough to have any opinion on, but I'm a firm believer in things being said, if it's true and it doesn't get attention because it's scary territory. This society has gotten so soft, it takes offense to everything. Now, I agree with 90% of what Greg said. I absolutely do. I do think that sometimes there are topics that need to be spoken on. And unfortunately, people are, as he said, too scared to say them. I do absolutely agree with that. I don't, but I also agree. I think the 10% I don't agree on is when he says this, everybody's too soft. And I don't even think he said everybody's too soft, but just that's just how my mind took it. So a lot of this like back and forth with people, it has nothing to do with the other person. It's me. Like I'm trying to take more responsibility for my emotions and how I present them to other people mm. because Greg's feelings have nothing to do with me. Like, you know what I mean? He's not a bad person at all. He's one of my, he's one of my closest friends. He was one of my groomsmen. He's, he's like, you know, he's my brother. So he's saying these things and I'm just like, I'm not in a mental place to have a productive conversation where both sides are going to be heard. Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I'm down the line, me and Greg will have this conversation and he'll, uh, and he probably listens, he'll probably listen to this. But like, I just knew like, for me, I was like, yeah, I can't be, I can't be in a place to have this conversation. So I just won't. But so when I say I'm not going to debate with people, a lot of it has to do with me. Like I'm cool. Like I, like I'm like becoming self-aware. I'm become. <laughs> I'm turning into a um into an android from Terminator. He's become self-aware. <laughs> Welcome to the Old Man Wade Show. I am your host, the God of Stone, the Lord of Laughter, Old Man Wade. And across the pond, across the way, sitting in his throne, <laughs> superior, Superwalk Abby. What up, everybody? Yo, man, I love this. Can I tell you, this is the second or third week in a row that we've been recording on a regular schedule, and I fucking love it. Yo, it's awesome. Yeah, like, we're back. We're back like Cook Crack, man. I, I really do appreciate it. Like, you know, we get the, um, we start doing the docket ahead of time. I start building it as soon as news comes out. I send it to you. You send it back, and it's like, yo, it's, it's the synergy, man. It's, yeah. it's, it's you know, you know all the all the buzzwords that people use in companies. Yeah, no, I like it, <laughs> especially with our schedules. I mean, you're back at work. I'm freaking busy all the time. Um, and it's just, you know, managing. I think anything anybody does is like, you know, time management. I mean, nobody's perfect. Like we suck. We both suck in our own ways at it. But at the same time, if you have something on the schedule um, and you have a lot to do and you really care about something and you want to spend some time talking to your friend, <laughs> <laughs> schedule that joint. Yeah, and I think it's going to be great. Now we got a BBN schedule, so that's going to be coming out every week. I I really, I, I think that, I honestly feel that like next year we're either going to be nominated or we're going to win some awards next year for podcasting, even if it's just for Boston, even if it's just for 
nationwide or whatever, but I really do feel like we're going to win some shit next year. Yeah, I'm looking at the light in your room, bro. I know this is a tangent. All you need is like two more lights and we are good for video as well. Like I'm actually going to like I'm looking at you right now. I'm like, oh, this can work, actually. Oh, so, this, yeah. this is and this is funny. I have no lights on. This is just no, 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 no. It's all it's all natural light. I could tell, but I'm saying if you just get two more lights, mm-hmm. just to fill it in. Um, yo, I think we're also. I think I think old man Wade show is gonna get back to video as well. So let's let's get to the fun shit. People like, need I, to know how the sausage is made. <laughs> we just talked about that last week. No one wants to know how the sausage is made before they place that nice sausage in their mouth. They love the sausage in their mouth. Oh, I love sausage. <laughs> The love sausage from the boys. <laughs> so yeah, so um, apparently this has been a week of cheating. Apparently, like I, so. First off, you want to get the boy, hot boy fall, hot boy fall, <laughs> dumb dumb nigga autumn. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get to the fun one before we get to the other one. So Adam Levine is cheating absolutely wrong, and I just had to make sure that I wrote it like that. Who's he cheating on? I I I didn't care enough to look. It was like on his longtime girlfriend or his wife or some shit. But allegedly, after I guess impregnated whoever he impregnated, he DM'd his side piece. It was like, oh, I'm naming my child after you because it's such a beautiful name. <laughs> What's wrong with people? <laughs> Yo, people are freaking nuts. Wow, you know Adam Levine, yo, he, that's, yo, honestly, I give him credit. Listen, you, you do something wrong, you stand behind that joint. This led to a bunch of us making jokes about Adam Levine. Uh, shout out to my homeboy Pat. He goes, "I'm surprised Adam Levine is a story. This is who I thought he was." <laughs> he looks like the type. And so then I went on to say, Adam Levine looks like he picks up women at at a at a random shitty bar during last call. Wow. Nah. Are you serious? Nah. Yeah. Yo, he's pretty. You don't got to do that. Uh, yeah. So then I found the picture of him shirtless with all his tattoos. And I go, his tattoos look like a 12-year-old kid creating a pop star on a video game. Yo, he looks like a fuckboy. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. What's the difference between a fuckboy and someone who goes and finds, like, drunk girls at the end of a bar on, like, last call? I think, I well, I guess there's two different species of fuckboy. Like, you got fuckboys that don't have to, like, fuckboys that are just, you know, they're naturally gifted. You know what I mean? They can they can just pick up women. They're attractive dudes. They got good personalities and all that stuff. They just, you know, they're fuckboys. They have a lot of fuckboy behavior. And then you got fuckboys that are, you know, they they sweep the bottom of the barrel, so to speak. You know, they don't have any of that, and they just they go they, they go by the numbers. It's about it's about it's the volume game for these guys. Like they just rejection, 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 and then after their thirtieth, they might get something, and then you know, those are the ones that wait at the end of the bar last call. Yo, but what's wrong with the waiter? What's wrong? Yo, so, okay. So let me just say this. I've never been someone to pick up a woman at the bar. Only time that's ever happened was the relationship in marriage that I'm in now. And even then, I wasn't, like, hitting on her all night. Once I, it, like, you know, it just kind of happened like that. But I've never been that guy to, like, hit on a chick all night and be like, or hit on a bunch of multiple women. But what's wrong with playing a numbers game? Uh, nothing. I'm not. I didn't. Shoot. Did I Did I seem like I was demeaning these guys? No. No, 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 Do whatever you got to do, bro. Just don't be creepy. Oh well, yeah, that yeah. But I don't know. I feel like sometimes the word look, "fuck boy" gets a bad term because you know most fuck boys are you know fuck boys. I guess for lack of a better term, we got fuck women too. It's all. It's all. It's oh, the, yeah. It's the human condition. Yeah, fuck humans. <laughs> for real. 
Fuck all sapiens. Yo, yo, listen. We we all want we all want to fuck. That's it. Mm-hmm. We, might, we might express it in different ways. Well, not all of us. Some of us, you know, aren't really into it. Some people are asexual. Mm-hmm. But I mean, at the end of the day, I think most people just want to get their their rocks off. And then we live in a society where there's a lot of stigma and stuff associated with that. And so it ends up we end up creating all all types of fuckery. Fuckery. It's a yeah, it's fuck boy Adam. Mm-hmm. So next up, we got the sad topic of Boston Celtics coach M.A. Udoku being... Sad? Is it sad? It's sad whenever someone does... Whenever I see nasty behavior, it's sad. Oh, uh, okay. It's not, like, it's not sad because... Of, it's not it's sad because it happened to him because, you know, fuck him. Like, you do nasty shit, you know, nasty shit should come back in return. Yeah. Allegedly, we don't know the whole story, but it came out that he cheated on his wife Nia Long, which everyone goes, how do you cheat on Nia Long? Which isn't the big part of the story. Cheating is cheating, and it's you know deplorable regardless. But there were a couple of things that made people really look into the story. One, he was fraternizing with a co-worker, and I believe it's someone on the Celtics staff or like someone that it like in their contract they're not supposed to be messing with. Well, as a coach, that's that's you know, that's an exact that's that's technically an executive position, right? Like, um, that's a leadership position. That's a management position. And the whole organization, the, a lot of the organization to some extent, you know, kind of answer to you in some way or some form. So it's like any, any workplace situation, like you should not be having relationships with people underneath you. Well, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I agree. But I will say this. Uh, you shouldn't be able to do it, but I also do believe that sometimes it's something that can be done well without showing favoritism. Mm. However, is it possible even subconsciously to not show favoritism? You know what I mean? Is that possible to like not necessarily give somebody something and like not realize you're doing it? What do you mean? Say that one more time. So let's say uh, boss A is fucking subordinate B. Yes. And boss A could be the best person in the world and be completely uh perfect with or as um unbiased as possible with everything that's going on. Yeah. But can we say that a hundred percent this person won't subconsciously do something nice for a subordinate B that they wouldn't do if they weren't together or in a relationship? True. I mean, I think that's that's one situation. Um, but I think in these cases it's more you know, subconsciously or consciously subordinate, the subordinate um, feeling like they have to be in this relationship to keep their job or whatever it may be, right? Like that creates a conflict of interest. Um, At the end of the day, boss A shouldn't be fucking subordinate B, period. Yeah, it's not in the workplace because it's, it's, I mean, it, it just creates, there's plenty of people out there that you can be having sex with. It doesn't, you know, like, um, especially nowadays when we're aware of how these power dynamics work, you, you just, just don't do it. There's also a, there's also a thing about it. It's the optics as well. Yes. It, it looks bad. Yeah. It, it could be a hundred percent you know, kosher and like, you know, on a level, but it just looks a certain way. Yeah. But I also 
love people who go, you should never fuck anybody at the in the workplace. I'm like, stop it. There have been there. I'm assuming there. I'm, I'm even assuming. I can guess that there have been hundreds of relationships that have started the workplace that ended in marriages and successful like co-parenting. Oh yeah, for sure. In general, but it kills when someone goes, that should never happen. You should never do this in the workplace. I'm like, I have fucked people at my job, both figuratively and literally, and and never have had issues with you know things getting weird what do, you also, the, I, what do you think about the phrase don't shit where you eat i think that it's i understand the con- the concept and the phrase but i don't necessarily subscribe to it i've seen people where i work now who have shit where they eat and everything's been perfectly fine it's been p- completely professional mm-hmm. but i also think that the problem with people are they don't think about who they're fucking so if you go and fuck the random person who is part of the rumor mill and you're like, I can't believe that this person said that. I'm like, you can't believe that? Like they were the, they're the, the town crier. what do you think was going to happen? Yeah. But if you also vet somebody out and you're like, okay, this is what it is, then, you know, cool. But even then you can say one thing, but when emotions get involved, rationale gets thrown out the window. That's and that's exactly why I'm part of the don't fuck people that you work with crew. I know it happens. I get it. Like, um, but at the same time, emotions are gonna get involved in a place where emotions probably shouldn't get involved. Right? Like, there's a lot of times where these situations do work out, but I'm thinking about the times when it doesn't. Like, not only is your relationship at risk, but your job and livelihood's at risk as well. Mm-hmm. So is it really worth it to and that's what I'm saying? Like, is it really worth it? How, how how good is the sex? Well, I mean, you got, <laughs> you got to find out first, but I guarantee you, uh, like I say, there's a lot more women and men and in between to choose from outside of the workplace. I don't disagree, but my part about it is, like, <laughs> just fuck, who cares? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, yeah, you know, I'm with that. I'm pro-fucking, <laughs> but we don't live in that type of society. But no, but, like, I don't get why people... Like, I think people put too much stock into, and this is me, this is me included. Mm-hmm. I think people took too much stock into sex in general. When you start thinking about like the ramifications and the repercussions of what happens after. When I was during, when I was in my whole phase, I was just fucking. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? I've had some good experiences. I've had some bad experiences. I've had, I've been top notch when I was putting it down. I've been subpar and below when I was putting it down. Like, you know what I mean? But like that comes with the that comes with you know intercourse fucking and that's what it comes down to. I don't know if people I was having a conversation with a with a buddy on Twitter, not Twitter, on Instagram about sex and how something as small as chemistry can throw off a completely amazing night like you know what i mean so if you're like so someone's pretty big hmm? chemistry is pretty big literally and figuratively yeah <laughs> i got that big chemistry girl yeah you already know so when you're having a situation so it's like you want to you want to make sure that both people are at least in agreement on what's going on I've had this conversation before about someone trying to put a finger on my butt. It just kind of threw off the whole like dynamic that day and going forward in life. Like now I'm just like, yo, stay away from my butt. That's just what it is. I know people who have 
gotten bad head and then just like, yo, I just don't like head. Like, you know what I mean? Because like, you know, their experiences because they haven't done it right. So this is another one of the reasons why I never had a one night stand. Besides the fact of not being able to trust people, I'm not about to have, I'm not about to waste my time on bad sex because we're not compatible. Yeah. It's it's a waste of my time. It's a waste of your time, and it just doesn't necessarily mean that they'll be bad. Like I could be bad. It just because like you know my dick and her vagina isn't compatible. Like we don't. She doesn't like missionary, and or doggy style. And those, you know what I mean? Like shit like that. You put a lot of thought into this. I did. I absolutely did. I put a lot of thought into. <laughs> I get bored at work <laughs> when I'm yeah. done writing and reading, and yeah. I just be thinking this shit. And so this was one of the things when I was like, yo. Like people with one night stands and working relationships and fucking at work, it's like, yo, you if you just a simple conversation could solve all of this. Yeah. Bro, listen. Um I don't even know. I think the issue is this, right? Like that like for me, consent well, consent has been the main topic involved with all this stuff, right? Even with the Celtics coach. Um, I don't think it be- it was an issue before, but it, it went up a notch when one of the women um, talked about non-consensual, um, a non-consensual situation or situations, right? Yeah. Like that's when you start getting into the realm of predatory behavior. Even if you are ignorant that you may be doing that to somebody um, without, especially nowadays, right? Like, we, there's no excuse nowadays, right? Like, even if you're not trying to be creepy, there's so many examples of people getting called out for that. You should be able to look at your behavior and go like, listen, maybe I need to check myself a little bit. Um, so I think that's the issue at hand. And the question is, how do you gauge whether or not someone is giving you that consent in the workplace, especially if Mm. you are their boss, right? Like, is it really consent? Like, Professor Xavier or whatever, right? Like, do people really agree? Yo, you stay coming for Xavier. Listen, are people that are people, like, if I was, okay, any any telepath with the ability to influence people, right? Like, how do you know the person is agreeing with you on their own will, or are you forcing them, right? Like, and that's that's a sticky <laughs> that's that's a sticky part about all this. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's, it's like, and that's why like you should kind of like avoid these situations at work because it's it's hard, bro. We gotta be way more thoughtful about the ways we ways we approach people nowadays, right? And not because like there's a bunch of hyper vigilant women and they're making it hard for men. No, it's because society hopefully has evolved and we know the type of shit we put each other through. And now we're trying to avoid that as a society and we're gonna be better. So yo, you know, go to a date night. Go to like a speed dating night or something. Like hit up Tinder. Like there's plenty of people that want to fuck you on Tinder. Well, I don't know. I don't really know nothing about Tinder like that and maybe nobody wants to fuck you on Tinder. But that's why I don't want to fuck them people. I want to fuck the people at work. Will you, sir, the Tommy Bridges? Yo, I don't want to fuck people on Tinder. Tinder. I don't want to fuck people at the bar. I want to fuck said person A or B at work. You got to think for pants. You got to think for pantsuits. Yo, I actually have a buddy who does who will remain nameless. Uh, but yeah, aggressive emails. Yo, dog. 
<laughs> just fuck. Just have a conversation. Is this gonna get weird? If you even if there's like a one percent chance you think it's gonna get weird, then don't do it. But be an adult. Like again, I am. It's me. Like you know what I mean. I'm gonna make jokes. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be me. But I've never had a woman who's been in it who's at, in a work situation where we fucked and it's been awkward. And usually, actually, no, a hundred percent of the time that I've had sex with somebody at work. They pursued me. Right. Well, that's a whole different situation. You're the one that gave the consent. But he, but it, it goes either which way, though. It can be the same way. I, I can pursue them, and they can give the consent. Like, both people have to give consent. We, have we, you pursued them? Huh? Have you ever pursued anybody at work? At work? No. So how do you know, nigga? Because they pursued me, so it's just basically yeah. apples it's apples and oranges. Well, not everybody could be a sexy, ball-headed guy like yeah, you. You know what's funny? Most of the sex I've ever had has nothing to do with my looks. Every Almost every woman that I've had sex with, and this is even when I looked like a, a fucking Adonis, and I had a six-pack, I had the cum gutters, the whole nine yards. It mm. wasn't my body that did they it. They loved it was- you for your brain. <laughs> Oh, they they love the brain later, but uh, but in a lot of it, but it was like the fact that like I wasn't pawning over them, like it was my personality. I wasn't necessarily smooth, but I talked a lot of shit. Like you know what I mean. I was confident when it came to certain things. So when the situation came up, it was like, yo, let's go back to your crib. Yeah. Cool. Like you know what I mean. It's shit like that. So it's that's the other thing about that. How creepy are you being? <laughs> You know what I mean? So that's the other part of it. So you're wondering... Well, you don't have to necessarily be creepy. I mean, you were fortunate enough that the situations, there was a mutual attraction there, even if it it was physical, emotional, whatever, right? But um, what if the person's just not... The person just doesn't want to fuck you and they find you disgusting and you might not be aware of this. Maybe you, you have a shitty personality. Right. Maybe you come to work smelling like asshole every day and 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 cat litter and and people Mm -hmm. don't want to fuck with you. Right. And then the second you go up to someone, someone and you go like, hey, they go like they're they're just repelled by you, not because of your looks, but just based on everything that you do as an individual to be uh, as unattractive as as possible. You know what I mean? Like. And and you might not be aware. You might not have the self awareness to know that you got to brush your teeth every day. So you let me also let me like, also just say this. I'm speaking from when you're an adult because I've been that dude when I was a teenager throwing it out there and just didn't know any fucking better because I'm a fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. But like as an adult, you're like, like you you run you run the risk of things like that. Like it's it's you know I can't believe I'm about to make the risk. It's like Temple Run. Yeah. You know what I mean? You better make sure you're going in the right direction or you're gonna fall off a cliff. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So this is what I, this is, and again, like you run, and like, even if, and let's take Ime Udoku out of, Udoka out of the, out of the scenario, That's, which, you know, which we have. The only person I know that pronounced, that pronounced his name right, that I've talked to like this whole week. It, I, I well, I'm a, I'm a Celtic fan. I also am a firm believer in making it an attempt to pronounce someone's name properly. Yeah. If I can say uh, Dwayne Shinshis or Dirk Novinsky, I can make an effort to pronounce someone's name right. So, Let's take let's like I said we've we've taken email out of this situation, and we're now looking at it in a much broader scale. So you have to know the type of risk you run. To your point about hitting on somebody at work, because one, you're in your place of business. You have to see this person 
anywhere between 32 or more hours a day. Or hell, you could be part-time and only only see him eight hours a week. Like, you know what I mean? Excuse me, not 40 hours a day. But eight hours a day, however long you is. You have to see this person all the time. So you run the risk of making a mistake and then making your job uncomfortable. Now you have um, HR involved because it's an um, unsustainable working condition. Yeah. So that's the other risk about that is. So when people say don't shit where you eat, it's it's dangerous. It is absolutely dangerous because you could say something as, I'll give you, you know, I got a perfect example. There was a woman that used to be a tenant in the building I used to work at. We had a really good work relationship. Like she was cool as hell. Like we'd have these random conversations, but it never went any further than that. We didn't, we weren't social media buddies or anything, nothing. She was walking into work one. I'll give you two examples. And one of them could have got me, one of them, I don't know if it could have got me fired, but I'll explain. She had one of the best posteriors I have ever seen in my life. It was flawless. She, so we used to smile at each other, like, you know, just like not really flirting, but just like, you know how you see, see someone, you kind of smile instead of saying hello when like you're, when they're in a group, group setting or whatever. She walks away. And as she walks away, I turn around to look she she turns around i don't know if she was looking at me or if she just turned around but she caught me looking and in the back of my mind i'm like oh fuck but she looked me dead in the face smiled and then turned around i said oh thank god like you know what i mean mm-hmm. nothing came out of it there was no awkward moments whatever whatever that could have gone bad that could have absolutely gone bad because she could have said security officer Wade made me uncomfortable. And she would be in her right to do so. Absolutely. A hundred percent. And at that point, I can't argue. I yeah. made I made a tenant feel uncomfortable. I'm an expendable security officer. You can get somebody somewhere else. Yeah. And then like Odin forbid I make somebody feel uncomfortable, which is something I don't want to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'll give you another example. She came into work one day and her skirt was riding up. Mm-hmm. And I had a decision to make. Do I say something to her? Or do I let it happen? Mm. So she's walking towards me and I'm pulling and I'm kind of looking at her and I'm pulling at my the seam of my pants and she's looking at me and I'm like, and I'm looking at her like, do you not understand what I'm saying? So she looks down and goes, oh shit. And so she pulls like her um, skirt or whatever it was down and she walks by and goes, oh, thank you so much. That would have been embarrassing if I would have got, got to the office like that. Mm-hmm. Again, this is because I knew the relationship that I had with somebody, but even that is running a risk if our friendly relationship isn't what I thought it was. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So I made it a point, like, I wouldn't, like, you know what I mean? Like, if she was going out for, like, lunch, she's like, oh, don't grab you anything? Nah, I'm cool. Thank you, though. Like, you know what I mean? You don't want to get too familiar with people. Yeah. But again, at the, but I'm also, at this point, I'm with, I'm with my wife, um, who's now my wife. I wasn't really flirting with her or anything like, and like anything like that. But again, things can go wrong depending on the situation. Yeah. No, seriously. And um, I think that brings me back to my original view on this is, you know, just don't, don't fuck anybody at work. <laughs> and I know Valkyrie's against that. She was just like, you know, don't shit where you eat. And like, she's a, a proud, like um, she'll shout that from the heavens. Like, you know, don't do it. Mm. Um, I work, I'm actually, so I'm married. I've said this a million times on the show. I think no. I, I know. Say it ain't so. And <laughs> so the hospital 
life is like people just be fucking it's 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 a reality tv show the way people be swapping like uh fluids and partners and whatnot mm-hmm. i'm glad i'm not single in this place because, oh i'd be fucking oh let me tell you so you're glad that you're married wait wait oh I'd be, i would i would absolutely i no i'm glad i'm married and I'm not single in a hospital because I would literally be the hospital jump off. Oh, and you'd be tied up in all the drama. Oh no, I would be the drama. It would be, it, it would be one of those like, did you know Mark be fucking like? Oh yeah, I fucked him too. Like you know what I mean? That kind of. Oh, shit. it's one of those. Oh, you, oh, you feeling yourself right now, old man? Okay, I see you. I see you. I see you, old man. Okay then, bro. Okay then. Okay. I'm, I'm not necessarily. I'm not necessarily like. A, I'm not a. I'm not a sea bass or a salmon catch. Like you know what I mean? But I may be. I could be a little catfish. I don't think that's a term you want. I, oh yeah, I, I didn't even think about that, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little catfish. <laughs> oh shit, man. So yeah, that's you got anything else on that? Yeah, don't fuck where you work. <laughs> Next topic. Nope. <laughs> literally nope. Yeah, literally nope. Yeah. So okay. So like the movie, oh man. I did not like nope. I was yeah. I was incredibly disappointed. I was like, this was not the scariest part of the movie wasn't even the alien. <laughs> I was not impressed. Yeah. I was it did it didn't move me at all. And I was upset that I spent twenty dollars to rent it. Damn, twenty dollars to rent it. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. You know that Amazon early release shit. Oh yeah. Well, you shouldn't have went to the theater when I told you to. It got cheaper. I probably yeah. got a few because I get two free tickets a week. Yeah, but then I still would have had to. I would still had to pay gas, and I would have had to waste time, and I'd have been mad if I left the house. What kind of car you drive to pay gas? Yo, I'd have been mad if I spent. Yo, you want me to leave the house to go see that shit? (laughs) No. (laughs) Hold on. You want me to leave the house to go see that? Nope. (laughs) Nope. Yo, I love that movie, bro. It was so good, in in my opinion, and um, for multiple reasons, like I. Like hard, like scary movies don't have to be like jump scares, right? Like it's about that buildup, like, like a, it could be about that buildup. And that movie to me was like all about the buildup and the suspense. Yeah, but that's the, not a that's not a horror movie. That's a suspense thriller. This is supposed to be a horror movie. No, but it, but I mean, that that is horror in a lot of ways. There was a monster at the end of the day, right? That makes it horror. There was there was scary elements to it, but it wasn't like. I think I think ever since like the Blair Witch Project and all these other movies, people expect like just every two seconds jumping off, jumping out of your seat, right? Yeah. Um, when sometimes it's really about that edge of your seat experience as well. Um, and I think also the fact that there wasn't a real mystery surrounding what what was ha- like like we saw the creature immediately in in one way in one form or another oh god i think don't get me started on on what on fucking that thing the alien being a parachute at the end no but i mean from a scientific and again i was looking like it for me that that made sense but we could go about that later but i'm just saying like uh i feel in the in in the age of social media and the fact that everybody is exposed to everything all at once like i think i think it really fit into the general like feeling 
of today's society. Like, I, it was just good, man. I, I really, I was really, and not to mention the cinematography. Like, oh, God. It was freaking Fucking dope. Javi Scorsese. All right, whatever. <laughs> Cinema. It was, fire, it was fire. It was fire. The multiple, the multiple threads, like, ah, I, I really. Explain that the multiple threads. Explain that to me, please. So you had um the uh the I forgot his name, the Asian character, right? Like you 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 kind of start building Mark Grayson, go on. Yeah, you start building his story and and like without it really um uh, like it's all the subtext, you you kind of understand why he would want to tame that creature, right? And you could kind of see the trauma in him. And then um, OJ, right? Like, I love that portrayal of that character. So little words, but so much said, in my opinion. Um, uh, uh, you know, you could kind of see the weight of all his, all his, oblig all, all of his obligations that he put on himself mm -hmm. um, in his face, in his actions, right? His sister, I, I, she's, she's freaking awesome and everything. She's oh, in, uh, let me, so let me just say that. Out the park, bro. Um, Kiki Palmer. Kiki Palmer. Yes. And fucking fantastic. She was I, I have, and not even just, uh, let me just all put this out there. So yeah. someone made a fan casting of her being rogue. Mm -hmm. Make it happen. Marvel. Yeah, she's up. She needs to be in the MCU. She needs she to be in the everything. MCU in some way, shape, or form. I think she. I love her. I think she'd be fantastic as Rogue, and she's all for it. But you know, so I don't think there was. I had no issue with Kiki Palmer in that movie. Yeah, I no, am. I just loved it. I am highly disappointed in Danielle Kaluuya. That was probably the worst acting I've ever seen him do. I was just like, wow, like you, you. This was, I, awful. I thought he was absolutely dreadful. Oh, wow. Tell 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 him how you feel. How, tell him how you. Really I was feel. disappointed because I'm like, yo, you're better than this. Like he is much better than this. And I was, it was. I watched it and I was just like, um, if you're taking me somewhere, please let me know where it is because I want to get off and go somewhere else. But that's the thing. The movie wasn't taking. The movie didn't hold your hand. It didn't hold your hand through the plot. It 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 gave you it 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 kind of unfurled in front of you. And there was a lot happening, and it was really up to you to to cr not create your own narrative, but to kind of piece these these things together. It was like it was like a puzzle. Those Easter eggs. There was all types of stuff happening. Okay, so yeah, so I pieced the puzzle, and the puzzle was a piece of shit. You clearly <laughs> did. Well, you know what? I, I you know what's interesting because it's funny because me and old man have like we're totally different when it comes to this. Oh, absolutely. This type of stuff, like. I'm kind of like, all right, you liked it, you didn't like it, whatever, right? And then old man's kind of like, how the hell did you like this movie? <laughs> this is why the dynamic works so well, yeah. because yeah. we literally just sit there. There's, yeah. It's not even like a debate. It's just like, I'll be like, oh, that's cool. Like, you know, I'm, I'm like, oh, you didn't have to like it. And me, how the fuck you like, how you going like this? <laughs> I want my money back. You owe me $20. Javi, <laughs> you owe me money, even though you didn't get me money to go see <laughs> Nah, man. I I, just, I did not nope. like that movie. I, I literally say nope a couple like a bunch of times during that movie. I me and my wife both was like nope nope like it was so like it oh it was yeah so black. it was black at the same time like it was just it just felt so black. That's another thing I liked about it. Oh too. yeah, it's, it's fucking um Keenan Peel. Like he's gonna make sure that like Key and Peel they both worked on it together. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize I did it like that. So like no. <laughs> that. But uh, um Keegan Mike Keegan Michael Peel. 
Jordan Peele. Is it Jordan Peele? Yes. Did I mix their names up again? I don't know what you just said. Uh, well, whatever. But I was not happy with this movie. Yeah. I spent $20. I was not happy about it. I understand everything you're saying. Um, if someone was like, oh, should we watch this? I'm going to be like, nope. Mm. I thought the uh, commercials with Steph Curry <laughs> were better than were better than this movie. Oh wow! No, I mean, I wouldn't. I I would never tell anybody not to see a movie, bro. Just because somebody you know doesn't like it or whatever, it doesn't mean anything. Go watch. Go watch whatever you want to watch. Oh, I agree, hundred percent. But I'm gonna talk a gang of shit. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like, trying to finding. For example, I love Finding Force. Love that movie. Absolutely, yeah. it's one of my uh, three favorite movies of all time. Yeah. Is it a great movie? Not really. But it it speaks to me, so I understand why I like it, why I why I why it stays in my top five, no matter how many times I see it, no matter how bad Buster Rhymes is when he's acting in that. But yeah, I love when movies have the old white guy saving the black dude. I'll message. <laughs> You're the man now, dog. Saving him <laughs> from the miseducation. Actually, he said. Actually. The yeah, uh, lead character right. Jamal saved him. So yeah, you're right. Shut you're your right. Fuck. I'm not you. I'm not so, you. I like so, the movie too. So shut the fucking mouth. I liked it. I, I mean, I liked, <laughs> I liked it. So, but let's talk about let's talk about something we both enjoyed. Sandman. Yeah, man. Sandman was fun. Sandman was Sandman made me very happy. Yeah. Just we um we me and Super World Hobby we're comic book guys and you can find out all about that and more on the Ball Black Nerds podcast. Yeah. But this was a particular project that we both were concerned about, I want to say. Because one, yeah, it's got the DC label on it. Yeah. Two, it's got kinda, the Netflix. It kind of has a DC kind of on it. Yeah. Two, it's got the Netflix label on it. And they just, I don't know what the fuck Netflix does when it comes to like their... Yeah, it was like roulette. It was like, this show is going to be great or this show is going to be garbage. Yep. And you never know which one is going to be. Like Jupiter Ascending, that was a giant piece of shit. You know, I ended up watching that whole thing, and it came together. It came together, it came but together. I thought it was super obvious. I was like, "Oh, I see where this is going." Mm-hmm. Like you know where the, you know where everything is going before the before like the first episode ends. You're like, "Oh, okay, this is gonna happen. Cool." <laughs> you know that you know that show did so bad that they canceled the projects, every project about that going forward. It was supposed to be a universe. What? Well, we'll get back to, we'll get to that. Sandman. Yeah. So well, Sandman, Sandman was Sandman was dope. Yeah. Sandman is about a, one of the, what do you want to, what exactly are they called? But, um, the, um, the, uh, for, what do you call them? Not the forever. Um, so we'll put it to you like this. Sandman has siblings, and they all start with these. There's Dream, who is Morpheus, the lead character. Despair, Desire, Death, Destruction, Delirium, and Destiny. The Endless. The Endless, yes, that's what it is. So, so the, yeah, they represent concepts of humanity that surpass time. And... Yes. Yeah. And it's in so eventually Morpheus was captured. They were trying to capture Death. They ended up getting Sandman, which is very much what happened in the comic book. And it was super dope that they made it a point to really do this as well as they did, considering that this could have been an absolute fucking flop because it's, yeah. Sandman I mean, is a lot of talking. Yeah, and Neil Gaiman seemed pretty excited about it. I think that's why I wasn't too... Like, I was like, you know what? I'll give it a chance. Like, everybody involved, 
seemed to have positive vibes around it. I didn't really hear any issues with production. Like, it, you know, like things didn't really come out on that. So when 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 production like that seems is seemingly as as um goes as seemingly well as this seemed to go, like yes. you know, I was I was fairly fairly confident that I would enjoy it. Yes, absolutely. And I and I have. You'll rarely hear me say this, but I had zero complaints about about the about it. Period. Yeah. From start to finish, I loved every single moment of it. I love the slow build up to it because it was very much like the comic book series. Mm-hmm. It got very. It wasn't. I don't want to say it was talky because it's not very talky, but it was definitely in depth when it came to mm-hmm. the what we're talking like the um, episode with death and dream was probably my favorite episode of the season because they really got into Mm. what their jobs are and how as powerful as they are, they're servants of the mortals. And I thought that was a really dope way of putting yourself as a God. Not just, sir. I don't even think not even servants of, of, of mortals. They only exist because mortals exist. Well, I'm just going by on what I'm just going by on the words that they like that death said, like, yeah, you call them like servants of it. Yeah. Yep. So we had the Corinthian. Oh my God. Yeah. They pulled that off really well. That was a great, that was, that was great. Like I was, I was, I was, I was like, how are they going to do that? And and they pulled it off really well. Like the changes that they did make were awesome. Mm-hmm. I, I was wondering how many people were pissed off that Joan Constantine was in this. Um, I didn't hear too many. Um, I I don't pay attention to that. To be honest with you, like I people always come to me and be like, "Oh, can, do you can you believe that they hate a female Lucifer?" I would be like, "I believe it because you know the internet." is garbage for the most part yeah and but two like i don't i don't pay attention bro i don't i'm not on twitter like that um i'm not you know i i know mostly everybody on my facebook that i'm friends with and i use instagram mainly for my business so it's kind of like i don't pay attention to any of that shit so i don't know like she was great like that version of constantine's awesome yeah you you get no argument from me because i kind of double take I'm like, they saved Constantine, and I was like, wait, did they just say who that, what? Rewinded a couple times, I was like, oh, they going there. Oh, all right, I like this. I'm trying to figure out who played Desire, because I was trying to figure out who exactly who it was. So Mason Alexander Park played Desire. I'm trying to figure out who I had them cast for in Marvel, but it was someone, oh, uh, Thanos' brother, uh, Star Fox. He would have been. Uh, they would have been a perfect Star Fox. Yeah. Like everything about Desire screams Star Fox to me, especially if you're reading AXE Judgment Day. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, but overall, I highly recommend Sandman. I think it's. I I really do feel that if you. I like, love the new character design of Star Fox, by the way. Just as a tangent, but go ahead. Yeah. No. 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 Yeah. Well, um, add that to the list for um, tomorrow's um show. Yeah, yeah. But um, every the acting, I think, and this is something I. Think Superwalk was shocked when I said I said this is the best acting I've seen in the comic book show ever. Um, comic book show. Yes. Because uh, yeah. if I'm gonna go, if Pretty I good. go, if I'm going movie, I will probably yeah. always lean towards Sin City or Vendetta being like the best yeah. acted movie from top to bottom. 
Yeah. But in terms of a show, I don't know if I've ever seen the acting done this well. We got some good ones. I mean, we have um the boys. The boys are kind of the boys are crazy. Yes, um, Watchmen mm-hmm. was nuts. Mm. Um, absolutely. Like there's there's been a couple. We we've been we've been spoiled. I think. Um, but I think yeah, you hit it right in the head. We're we're a bit spoiled with, especially over the last what five years. I'm not even gonna go ten mm-hmm. years. The last five yeah. years, like mm-hmm. shit. She Hulk's been flawless so far. She-Hulk I know people. It's been fucking. Great. You know what's funny is I love people who are talking about like, oh, it's getting review bombed and it, it's like it's so bad. Look at the ratings. Then I just happen to look up. What ratings what are, are you looking? Yeah, exactly. What, what ratings are you looking at? It is consistently in the top ten of streaming shows every week. Yeah, that's wow. not something that's easily done week after week. Yeah, like so, sorry, incels. She Hulk was good. Deal with it. People are still watching it. No. <laughs> That that for she Hulk. I'm I'm that I'm that dude that's in love with she Hulk. Yeah, I'm that guy. Snoo yeah. snoo. The, the, death by snoo snoo. <laughs> Yo, we did a whole episode on this called Death by She Hulk. Snoo snoo. I would have felt just like him. I would have woke up. I would have went to bed with she Hulk, and I would have freaking woke up with this average person who's you know there's nothing wrong with her, but she ain't she Hulk. I, I, it's funny. I I go I lean toward Jennifer Walters more than I do she Hulk. Just in this, bro. it's only only in this situation. I don't know, like so. She's like she's so cute and quirky and yeah, she's awesome, but she ain't she hope. No, no. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna say this. I, I I hope I don't get canceled for this. You just want to go to Pound Town, <laughs> yo, all day, bro. I want to get picked. I want to get picked up like a little baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, don't get me wrong. We talked about this last on the last episode. Yeah, pick me up, pick yeah. me up, and throw me around like you know what I mean. Yo, but if, if you can find. If you could find the person, the woman that could pick you up like a little baby, yo, know, I don't know. You do realize my wife picks up people for a living, right? She ain't picking you up like a little baby. You say that. Right. You say that. I say that. Cradle me. I put Cradle $200, me. I put $200 down, bro. She ain't, pick, she ain't picking you up like a little baby. All right. Wait, wait. All right. You about to lose $200. All right. I, just I just can't wait to all hanging out and I'm like, hey, babe. Cradle me. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be. I'll shoot. Let me see that. Oh God, yeah. But Sandman was my shit. The the, the all the antagonists because it wasn't just one antagonist. All the antagonists in the show were great. Yes. Um. Friggin' the Corinthian. Who's a guy that had the um uh dreams um gem. Uh, I'm looking them up now. Uh, Roderick Burgess. Yeah. Um. It like everything. Oh my was... god! No, I take it back. The best episode might have been the one in the diner. Yo, that one. I, I. It was great, but I. I don't think I could ever rewatch that. Up. It was just too much. Like, in the, in a good way, but also in a bad way. Like that was an intense, intense episode. Like, it, was, it, 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 was... it. It's like, yo, what? Honestly, that's that's what would happen in a world where everybody would be forced to tell lies, or, or everybody would be forced to tell the what's on their mind. Because it wasn't even forcing people to tell the truth; it was literally forcing people to just tell you and act out whatever they had, whatever they had on their minds. And that's well, it's terrible. funny. It's funny because that was, I think, my um, my debate with uh, Just Greg, and I can't wait to have this conversation on um, the podcast about this. And I hope you can um, do this with us as well. Well, when you're talking about the things like you should and shouldn't say, sometimes they just shouldn't be said. Mm-hmm. It, like the uncomfortable truths sometimes need to be 
need to be hidden because and I hate to break it to people. Every every relationship has every relationship has secrets. Friend, romantic, otherwise, every relationship has secrets. That's just the name of the well, game. Well, the thing is, I I wanna I wanna I wanna at least. So for me, it's not even about the secrets. So yeah, definitely, you know, you have things secrets or whatever it may be, right? But I don't think you have to lie. You, I don't yeah. think it really means yeah. lying, yeah. right? Like or or not telling the truth. Um, especially in this context, it's like we all have a subconscious, right? We all have these thoughts in our heads. Mm-hmm. Right. We all have these desires and, and flaws and all like mm-hmm. like imagine like you could see somebody, somebody, somebody cuts you off in traffic and for a split second, you'd be like, I hope that person gets into a car accident. Right? Yeah. There's a difference between having that thought for, for, for two seconds and the obsessing on that thought to the point where you cause that person to have a car accident. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, or in a relationship and you see an attractive woman and you're like, yo, she's dope. And for a split second, you fantasize about it. Mm-hmm. Split, not even, a, you know what I'm saying? There's a difference between doing that and obsessing over that to the point where you actually have sex with that person. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So it's, 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 it's not even about keeping secrets or whatever. It's about making, giving yourself the opportunity to make the right decision. With the thoughts that pop into your head, I agree. You, yeah. I, you, you're gonna get no debate from me here. I agree with everything you just said a thousand percent. And I, one of the reasons I, I think one of the reasons I loved it so much is like it's that particular episode. I love that they didn't go this whole thing it was like, oh, we're gonna go back in time and we're gonna change that. It's like no, that happened. We're just gonna have to deal with it. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's just the way it is. I thought that was cool because I was like, okay, so how are they gonna fix this? They didn't fix shit. <laughs> that was just, that's just life now. Yeah, yeah. And that's another thing that I really loved about this was like, there were actual real life, not, I shouldn't say real life, but there were, act, no, yeah, there were real there life consequences. consequences persisted. Yes. Persisted, yeah. you know. My favorite, my favorite episode was The Immortal. Um, oh my God. But, yeah, I love that episode. But I think for me, I don't want to put that one on there specifically because I had a particular emotional investment into that because that was my favorite issue of salmon in general yeah and i was talking to valkyrie about this and i was like they really did put their foot into this episode and i couldn't remember what had happened in the comic book but i was like oh shit they're doing this now i was i was super excited yeah like you were right that immortal episode was something else man like i oh yeah and it's interesting because i think a lot of fiction a lot of people take the approach that like why would you want to live forever right like eventually life the pain in life and losing people is going to depress you to the point where you don't want to die and for me it's not nah, i don't think that would happen like that's just part of life pain and mm-hmm. suffering is part of life but there's also an infinite amount of joy and happiness that you could spread a le- like legacy like yes. if you can live forever and that's the approach like dream had a bet with death that this guy's gonna want to die eventually because life sucks and then this dude no matter how he he had he had crazy success and he had the lowest of lows period no. he could ever have that and, was one of my favorite yeah. parts about it yeah. when he was and he was just like oh so you want to die and he was like are you kidding me? Yeah. He was like, no, I can't wait oh, to live the rest of my life. Yeah. Everything is an adventure, bro. Like I really, you know, I really appreciated it. the shit out of that. And yeah. I think it made me want to, 
there's a lot of talk about how like when you see a specific show or genre or however it goes and it's like oh i wish like you know they would change the I wish they wouldn't have changed certain things. I know with Stephen King is a is a good example of this. How people get upset with how he does a lot of his um the recreations of his projects. Mm-hmm. But with Sandman, I was excited. The more things happened, the more excited I got to see what was going to what was coming next, what yeah. was going to happen. Like I was when the whole thing with the immortal, I was like, oh my god, this is so cool. And I couldn't remember if he owned a bar in the comic. But all I kept saying to myself was like, this makes so much sense for someone like him to run a bar because like you never really have, like he's forever, he will forever be anonymous. Like it's just some dude who owns a bar. Mm-hmm. Like you in like a, a vent, he could be like, oh, I'm the son of blah, 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 blah. But it was so cool seeing all that. And then the best part about it was the last little bit of the episode when he had to finally admit that he was his friend. Yeah. Yeah. He he wore he he wore him down a little bit, mm-hmm. like he created that that relationship. It was almost like when you when you meet somebody when you when you have consistent even if it's once a year, right? If you have that consistent conversation with somebody, and you see them grow, like um, Dream saw this guy grow, right, multiple lifetimes, um, and this guy saw who Dream really was. And you can't help but like the fact that that friendship happened is like it's uh, that's a very out of a lot of like depressing stories in Sandman like that had to be one of the most like heartwarming and episodes. I'll go even further to say I think it was one of the most heartwarming episodes that I've seen in ev- in any comic book because it yeah, was- that was really good. That was a really good one. Yeah. But um, you were talking about we were talking about that. I also want to get into Gwendolyn Christie as Lucifer. Yeah. I know you loved her as no, uh, she sure. was. I loved her in Game of Thrones, and yeah. I kept looking at her, going, "Where do I know her from?" And oh as shit! Valkyrie yes. was, as Valkyrie was like, "Oh, that's such and such from Game of Thrones." I was like, "Holy shit!" That's why. Like, and I was just yeah, I was so fucking happy that I'm that dude from the north with the red beard when it comes. Oh out. yeah, oh yeah, Termin. Yo, Termin is my spirit animal. Yo, facts. She's such a beautiful woman. For real. And That's I remember dude. I remember someone talking, I was like, oh, they because I didn't know who was playing Lucifer, but I was on Twitter and someone was like, oh, uh Netflix, uh other not Netflix, it was like they're two for, whoever it was, it was like, oh, uh comic books are two for two with getting attractive people to play Lucifer. And I was like, who the fuck is playing Lucifer now? And I didn't really like look into it or whatever. I just was like, you know, I'll watch Sandman when I see it. And then when I saw it, I was like, yo, this was perfect. Mm-hmm. This was absolutely perfect. I have no complaints about it at all. And then on top of her being a good-looking woman, um, she killed as Lucifer. Mm-hmm. Their battle was awesome. Like that. Like the and that's another thing I liked about. I know we gotta go. We probably got like a minute left. Um, <laughs> but uh, the fact these the endless the way they sit in the DC universe in general, they're beyond anything. They're beyond Superman. They're beyond. They're beyond every superhero, and they they work and they 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 live in a different plane of existence, and the decisions and stuff they do affect universes. That's the way people with that power should battle. Like they turned into bacteria, everything from a piece of bacteria to a whole freaking universe. Like that joint was crazy, and he was like 
hope. And I was like, ooh. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and I'm like, she probably had a way to battle it. Problem is, you can't give hope. In her position, she can't give people hope. Yeah. And I was like, yo, this is so fucking good, man. Like, I, I loved it. Like, I absolutely recommend Sandman. Javi recommends Nope. Uh, I don't, I don't unrecommend it, but like, go see it, go watch it. You maybe you'll love it, and you can tweet me at Old Man Way to Come and go, you're out of your fucking mind, and this was a great movie, and I'll go cool. Or you can agree and be like, Super Bowl's on crack. No, I'm just gonna go cool because I'm not debating with you. <laughs> I'm not doing. That. I don't care enough. I do not care. You debate with me though. Oh, all day. All word. day, every day, even on the show, off the show, I will debate with you all the fucking time. Like, word, word, word. Yeah, like they, you, you ain't never gonna worry about that. I'm always gonna be like, what the fuck are you talking about, Avi? Awesome. <laughs> That's all I want to hear. That's all I want to hear. Oh man. So what? Um. Uh, so any final thoughts on anything? You got any? Um. Anything you want to promote before we get before we go? Um. Not really. No. I mean, I don't. I'm not really a promoter type of guy. Check me. You know what? Check out B Rebel Media. B E R E B L Media. On Instagram, we're doing. Uh, yeah, you can find my stankin' ass at oldmanwadecom on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. It's oldmanwadecom. Uh, I think that's all I got. I'm still doing my. I'm still doing the random comic book trivia, which has been super fun. I can't wait to actually um, have them all loaded up so I can play a game with uh, people online. That'll be coming soon. Mm-hmm. But um, that's all I got. And it's funny because while we me and Super were talking, we were like, "There's no way in hell we get to all this shit." And I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> you know it." Yo, we. I, I, I didn't, didn't expect to, to like much. one. Oh, go ahead, sorry. I was gonna say I didn't expect us to talk about inner 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 work relationships as long as we did though. But yeah, yeah. but yeah, fuck it. That's the old man way. So this is what we do. We do one percent of the docket. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for real. But it, it's, it's funny because you put so much work on it, and then I come in and put in notes just so we get on. One percent of the doc. Yo, but it, it, it works though, man. Yeah. It, it ha- but it'd it be like that because sometimes, like you know, if the flow is going, I'm not gonna end the topic just because, like you know, we got shit in the dock. Like we got the important shit. And, yeah, you know, videos coming soon for sure, yo. I'm gonna get you some lights. This shit's gonna be fucking fire. Yeah, facts. It looks good. <laughs> it looks good. Oh man, um, don't forget to check out Ball Black Nerds podcast, uh, Spotify. Ooh. Uh, Spotify, Apple, we're on a bunch of other random ones as well, but don't forget yeah. you can find us on there. Myself, Brandon Orton, and Super Woke Javi, who's also oh, uh, what was it? Uh, we was dragons. We was dragons. That's Brandon's. Uh, Brandon and I don't remember her name, but they have a pretty good podcast on um, yeah. House of Dragons. And also, not to forget, also remember, um. Brandon also does the Why So Serious podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, Charmaine will be back on soon because I was talking to her recently. That's my baby. And I was talking to Charmaine. And she was like, "Yeah, I need to come back on the on, come back on the show we, so we just talk about butt stuff." Yo, <laughs> you definitely gonna preach appreciate my stance on butt stuff. I'm very pro butt stuff. Well, you've always been pro butt stuff. You're you're pro anything as long as it's not hurting anybody. Yo, facts. As long as everybody's down and consentful, like like listen, my only my only thing is you know. I'm into women. That's it. But if you're into whatever else, don't do you, man. Just have fun while you're doing it. Cons- and don't judge anybody. Yo, consent, consent is key. Just consent, yeah. man. Someone says no, then just fucking go with it, man. Exactly. As always, be excellent to each other. Peace. Peace. Damn it, Wade.